Adam Jamison watched as Jasper swept Willow around the dance floor, which the family had built outside their den, delight on both of their faces. A sharp and familiar pang pierced his heart, rattled around his ribs, and then settled in his stomach like a rotting dead weight. He took a swig of his jack on the rocks, the burn not quite dulling the ache that had haunted him for two decades. God, he missed Anna. He rubbed a hand through his shorn, dark brown hair, trying to release some of the tension he'd felt over the past eight months. Well, if he was honest, it had been much longer than that, but the intensity had increased dramatically since. No, he couldn't and wouldn't think about that. Not again. Not ever. He drained the last of his glass and wondered if he should get up and pour himself another. What he needed right now was to get blinding drunk, but his family was watching him. They were always watching him. And with this being Willow's birthday party, the pack was celebrating and trying to be happy. Adam didn't want to be happy. He wanted to be fucking drunk. That way the feel of the spindly fingers wrapped around his heart in a death grip would dissipate to a dull clench. His body felt on alert at all times, as if, at any moment, something would come in and attack, taking away anything else he thought he had. It wasn't much, just a jumble of memories that wouldn't fade away. He was the enforcer of the Redwood Pack. As such, he felt the threats to the pack deep in his soul and held the duty to protect his family. Sometimes, though, he felt as if he were failing at every turn. Willow's laugh brought him out of his gloomy thoughts. She smiled, her face brightening as North took her from Jasper's arms, and they two-stepped to the change in music. He loved Willow like a sister, and would do anything for her. He'd almost taken her into his home when she'd had a falling out with Jasper. She wouldn't have taken Anna's place, but maybe her laughter would have warmed up his tomb slightly. Did he even want warmth? You don't want that other drink, man. Maddox grumbled as he took the seat next to Adam without invitation. Damn it, stay out of my head. You know I don't read minds. Adam held back a wince. Of all his brothers, Maddox was the one he did the best to avoid. As the Omega of the pack, he could feel every emotion from its members, and Adam didn't want Maddox to be privy to some of his emotions. Or rather, any of his emotions. He didn't even want to deal with them himself. But Maddox knew everything. He'd seen the way Maddox looked after Anna's death. He knew too much. And Adam didn't want to look his brother in his all-too-knowing gaze and see pity. Or worse, understanding. No one could understand. He had been the first of his brothers to be mated. He'd met and fallen in love with Anna forty years before. He'd had twenty years with the love of his life, and then had lost her and their unborn child. He gripped his glass tighter as the gaping wound bled just a bit more. Now, one by one, his brothers were finding their mates. In Reed's case, two mates. Adam was left to sit back and watch, alone. He didn't want to be around to watch the smiles on their faces, see the love radiating from their pores, watch the women grow full and ripe with their children.
children. He closed his eyes, the stinging increasing. He didn't want to see Finn, Mel and Cade's son, and Bree, Jasper and Willow's daughter, toddle and grow up. That was the worst part. The part he couldn't ignore. They were the physical representations and proof of a mating bond so strong that the Redwoods had a chance of a future. Adam had almost had that once. Then the Centrals had taken it away from him. Tone it down, man. You're projecting enough emotion right now that everyone else can feel it as well. Maddox put his hand on Adam's shoulder, and Adam flinched. Don't touch me. He snapped. God, he sounded like an ass. Please. Maddox pulled his hand back, but he didn't move his gaze.